The following is a part of the Radio Memphis On Demand service. It originally aired live on Radio Memphis and has been edited for time. There you have it. That right there for you is a little Greystone Canyon, only on Radio Memphis Around the World. You're hanging out with me, D. Today, Saturday, it is the first Saturday of the month, February, February the 2nd. That's right. We're having a fantastic time. And I tell you, you know what's really, really cool? I know you guys have been kind of hanging out. I've been you know, throwing some music out for you guys you know, here. While we've been trying to get a particular individual on the phone, and if you've been kind of tuning in to you know, the show, especially since the beginning of the year... Um, you guys know that, you know, obviously I get to have some incredible, fantastic conversations, you know, with anybody and everybody as far as in the industry and artists and everything else. And at the beginning of the year, uh, you know, my partner and, you know, in, in crime here with the station and stuff had air checked me. <laughs> And if you're in the radio business, obviously that's supposed to be a thing. And of course, I mean, I mean, all kidding aside, I understand that is. But what was really funny is that, you know, it wound up stemming into something in my head because you guys know how I work. And, you know, I came up with this, with this, uh, with this complete idea and it was simply off a of terminology that Rick had thrown out to me about being air checked. And I thought, you know what? It would be really cool. It would be really cool to talk to some very specific people, you know, in the business, you know, and actually air checking the industry itself. And, you know, I wound up actually doing a fantastic uh, conversation with Rick. You know, we were talking about the radio side, you know, things. Um, I had a fantastic conversation with a great friend of the station, um, Junior Gregatis, and we were talking about the music business. And that's actually kind of the one that got it started because we even talked about it from the label side of things. And this sounds really elementary and it sounds really, really, really simple formula. But if you just look at like, the music business and like all the things that kind of make up the business, it's it's funny how simple the definition in and of itself sits, you know, in your head and you're thinking, well, OK, you know, you got the artist, <laughs> you know, you've got the people who record the stuff, right? You know, you've got the people who kind of you know promote the stuff, right? Yeah. And so, you know, it's like, why don't we talk to those people and, and kind of see what's going on? Um, and it, with no further ado, I've got Robert. I finally got Mr. Scoville on the phone and, you know, he's, yeah, he's calling in and I want to sit there and I want to get, and, and I want to catch up with him. I love this man to death. We haven't been able to chat for quite some time. So I'm going to share the conversation with you. Hey, Robert. How are you doing, darling? Are you there? I'm. By God, are you there? <laughs> I know that's that's kind of what we in the business call a computer failure. Right <laughs> well, it was so funny because I was like, I was, you know, what was I was looking so forward to is being able to look at you eye to eye and have these conversations. You know what I mean? I was like, oh man, look, that's overrated. There's no money in that. That's for sure. You don't want to actually see me. I, you know, I made a whole career out of not being seen. So. Stop it. Ladies and gentlemen, Mr. Robert Scoville, uh, you know, award-winning live sound engineer, you know, also a senior a senior marker, uh, marketing specialist, you know, for Avid Technologies. Um, he's also been the guy that's been high and been some of the biggest names and the biggest bands, you know, in history. Um, he was also a dear friend of mine, and I have wanted to chat with you for so long. Our cra- our, everybody's schedules are so crazy. and I'm I know. S- we, are, we are, like, long overdue. We're way overdue. We're way overdue. Are you kidding? And, you know, big shout out to all the guys in Road Crew, okay? Because you guys know yeah. we did this stuff with the Radio Memphis Road Crew Radio Series. That's kicking back up. Don't worry. Don't worry. Mama's got it. Hold tight. Yeah. 
Hold tight, okay? You man the ships. Like, of course, you know, Batty from the UK is like, come on, put me, put me in, coach. Put me in, coach. Put me in, coach. <laughs> um, but I want to give, give everybody, you know, um, you know, you know, Kim Bard, you know, Dancer, you know, Dan and everybody some, some love and stuff like that because they've always been supportive. And ultimately, that's, that's how I met you. Um, yeah. You know. yeah. Well, it's great. I mean, we, you know, we so appreciate, you know, you giving us a voice and, you know, giving us an avenue for saying the things that we say, you know. Of course. Are you kidding? That's, and this is what this, see, today is different. All right. And, you know, I kind of told you, you know, I kind of told you a little bit about it, you know, in some of the, you know, some of the messages and conversations, you know, that we had, um, you know, so I got air checked. <laughs> I know, right? Right, you know, and and I totally understand and I totally get it. It's kind of funny, you know, especially, you know, with Rick. I mean, again, you know, he's the creator, you know, as far as, you know, Pirate Radio Studios, Radio Memphis and stuff. He's been, you know, in not not just radio. I mean, he's been in the business, you know, for almost 40 years. And right. you know, and I totally totally get it. But we're also like partners and stuff, and so when you figure out you've been air checked, you're like, "Dude, really?" You know, and it was yeah, you know what I mean. It was kind of like, do I suck? You know, <laughs> and 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 so it, it you know it tailed into this conversation, and you know, and I had another great friend that had called you know right at the beginning, you know, end of the year, beginning of the year, um, you know, scenario, and it was just because we were talking about the industry it's just the industry as the whole and you know and it was you know because everybody's scattering into their corners and and you know everybody's trying to figure out you know if um if you know the labels and you know the music businesses and you know the product businesses and stuff are, are all kind of getting on their on their on their game and so when i was talking to him and i was talking to rick and i was talking to you know several other people and, and was getting air checked through this entire episode uh, <laughs> i was like i realized that um you know, there was key points of industry, you know, that we were we were kind of talking to and it sound and like I was just saying before I brought you in, I know this is very it's it's a, it's a very ele- elementary thing here. But if you like look up the definition of the music business, right? You know, you got to have the person that make, made up the song, you know, you got to have somebody that records it, you know, you got to have somebody that you know, pr- dis- you know distributes it and promotes it and pushes it and stuff. And it's like it's a real simple concept on a piece of paper, it's like four things that has to go down. But within these of those four, you know, centers you know there's a lot of stuff and right you 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 have been in my brain for so long other than the fact that i live vicariously through your facebook page (laughs) 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 by the way that that is so much trouble right there well you're 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 doing some like the coolest stuff on the planet how was nam how was nam you have to tell me how how was nam well, you know, uh, honestly, Nam was just so busy for me. I, you know, honestly, I didn't really even get to kind of go out and explore very much in Nam until the very last day. Right. I mean, I was there starting on the Tuesday, uh, and I, I just was just wrapped up in all kinds of presentations uh, for AES, you know, the Audio Engineering Society. Yeah, yeah. So they had me doing all kinds of stuff, and then I was also uh, <laughs> kind of sitting in your chair. I was doing some interviews. Um, for some people at the Avid main stage, I was interviewing uh, Greg Price. Uh, oh, nice! His recent work with Black Sabbath. Nice. And then uh, also interviewing um, Sully Sullivan about his recent work with Red Hot Chili Peppers, mm-hmm. Shania Twain, and Beck, and a bunch of people. You know, so mm-hmm. it was nice to kind of catch up with those guys. They're they're old friends. Been around for a long time, and you know, we just kind of sat around and chopped it up like real people talking about <laughs> audio and. You know, going on in the real world of audio out there perfect well but you know, I, i'm just going to say i didn't get an air check i did not get an you got- <laughs> i'm 
I'm just saying. Well, you know, okay, so I I understand why that goes down because there's a and you get this because of what you do, Robert. You know, you're talking about um, there's a particular quality, you know, when they're looking for certain things, you know, to happen. And when I oh, say, girlfriend, let me let me just tell you, as a conscious sound engineer, you're getting air checked every single night. I, right, I right. Okay, so, so you get it. You know what I mean? You get it. Yeah. And 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 it's and it's kind of one of those. Um, there's a whole there's a whole idea. Now this is coming from the radio side, all right? That right, right. that you know everybody with a, with with everything that's gone on and, and and all the stuff that's kind of you know uh, you know pushed through and everybody trying to you know get online or trying to do you know do these simple things on on what it is they they are not taking care of or, or they are taking care of whatever the case may be and, and you know and of course you know Rick is 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 old school in a good way in that you know there's certain things that still continuously work no matter what the platform is and obviously you know it's great content you know it's great programming but you know, it's also um, you know certain quality about you know making sure that you know we've got you know certain things in place, certain pieces in place, making sure imaging's in place, and you know making sure that you know we sound correct and making sure our equipment sounds right. correct. And so and right. and I and of course the way it came across about getting air checked, I was like, I suck, right? That's what I suck, you know. And he, <laughs> and he was like, No, he goes, because if you sucked, you wouldn't still be doing this. And I was like, Okay, yeah, just- I, I would I see I would turn that around and say, if you're getting air checked, that means you're doing all right. <laughs> And I'm going to hold you to a standard. I mean, that's a good thing. You know? It is. It is. And what's funny is that, so I'm going to flip this around, okay? And this is, I'm going to tell you why, other than, again, like I said, living through your pages and stuff. I'm going to tell you why I was thinking about you is that, you know, when we first met, you know, we got to have a fan com- a fantastic conversation. I got to really know you and, and kind of why you kind of jumped into some stuff. You know, yeah. One of the things, Robert, that I always appreciated about anything you've ever said, any stories you've ever told, and not just to me, um, you know, you've you've sat down with some 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 fantastic people. You've sat down with some of the, you know, some 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 cool places as far as magazines, you know, blogs and and podcasts and stuff. Um, one of the recent ones I, w- I went to re-listen to. I need to give a big shout out to um, Nathan Lively, uh, Sound Live, uh, and because right. yeah, I listen yeah I listened to the 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 deal and I and, and I got to relive the you know why you got fired. From John Cougar Mellicamp, but you wound up picking Prince thing, right? Yo, you, you heard that, did you? I did, and I was like, "Oh, okay, all right." What did he? So he didn't tell me that. I was like, "Man, better go, Nathan." Yeah. Big shout out. Well, you know, funny, funny little insight about that story there, and I, you know, I kind of revealed that to Nathan as he brought it up because you know it, it stemmed from a chapter that we had in his book mm-hmm. uh, where I talked about it, and you know, I, I kind of revealed to him there. I was like, you know, Nathan, I, I don't think I've ever talked about that incident. Certainly not publicly. Mm-mm. No, you happened. haven't. You know, I Mm-mm. mean, I had just been processing that all those all those years. You know, and which of course, you know, my wife heard the <laughs> the, the thing, and, and we were out to for coffee or something the other day. And she goes, "Okay, so tell me about this Melon Camp thing." I mean, we've been married for thirty years. You never. Really okay, good, this, good. So know? she didn't know either. All right. See, I don't feel so. Okay, man. Me and I love your your wife is an absolute gem. She's a beautiful woman. I love seeing her. I stalk, but tell her, I stalk her too. Um, I see, I see. You got the whole family stalk. I do. That's just how I make sure I keep up with what you guys have going on. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I listened, I listened to that, I listened to that podcast. You guys did such a fantastic job and you know, you guys definitely check it out. You know, Nathan Lively, he does a fantastic job with that. And not only do, do we get to find out some dirt, but we also, we got to hear about, you know, some of the stuff that you were stepping into and some of the equipment, you know, and giving a lot of, you know, yeah. tips and tricks and things like that for through the audio engineers and stuff but i was listening to this going dude now here's the thing 
Okay, so the deal with John Mellencamp, and for those of you that are tuned in, I'm talking to Robert Scoville, and we're talking about the time he got fired from him. But one of the things, and you've done this, you, you've 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 made this 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 thing happen in a lot of stuff that you've done over the course of your career. And you, maybe you realize it, maybe you don't. One of the things that you um, you when you were talking about, and it was it was it was an emotional moment there too, man. I was like all into it, like popcorn and everything. It was great. Um, <laughs> it was, I mean, it was like, I mean, you felt. I was like, oh my god, I'm there. I'm watching it. They're getting ready to put the axe on them, and you didn't leave. You didn't leave. You wanted no. you wanted to see the person that was coming in to 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 take you know the the seat, and you wanted to learn from this particular individual. And the statement that you made was that it was probably the best decision that you had ever made in your career. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I would probably stand by that. You know, I mean, it was, I mean, truly a moment of truth, you know, in my little journey trying to get into this business there. You know, I mean, I could have definitely tucked my tail and mm-hmm. gone home. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, you know, there was a lot of people that had stepped up for me to get that position in the first place. And, you know, as I said to Nathan, I, I really did not want to let them down. Right. And then the, the selfish part of it was really, okay, well, you know, I, I kind of know how good I am at this job. I, I want to see somebody come in and crush me and, and outdo me in this job, you know, which, which of course they did, you know, but it was on a very different level. It wasn't on the technical level. It was on the relational level. Uh, uh, and it was a very eye-opening moment for me, you know, of, hey, you can't just be really good at turning knobs and, and doing audio here. There's a whole other side of this job that you got to be able to handle. Right. Well, uh, so and I, it, was, it was an important time for sure. It is an important time. It's a very important time for you. And I tell you, this is this is what stuck in my head. And maybe you realize this, and maybe you don't. So, and I've mentioned this, you know, once or twice. But if I keep bringing it up, y'all can just throw a box at me. I really don't care. Um, but I just, I got, I got stuck, you know, over the holidays, you know, before the holidays hit and over the holidays, even though it had been out for some time, I had got stuck and I think I've watched it a million times. I watched Hired Guns, you know, that um, documentary on, on Netflix along with um, yep. 20 Feet from Stardom. So, Kenny Aronoff, all right, yep. John Drummer, the exact same story with you two, Okay. He was going to, you know, he came in, he was, you know, got the gig, was going to do drums, and it was one of those deals where it's like, you know, yeah, um, you're not on the record, and he was like, you know, but he didn't back down and he didn't leave, you know, he was right. like, am I drummer or am I your drummer, you know, and so he sat, you know, and didn't get paid for free, he slept on the floor, you know, you know, ate, you know, ate, you know, ate ramen and, you know, watched whoever it was that was being brought in it, it was the i mean to the t the exact story just a different you know aspect of what was going on in terms of yours being sound and this person you know being the actual part of the band what is it about mr mellencamp that makes people go okay you can fire me but i'm not going to leave well i mean you know i, I <laughs> and it's not that i hold any ill will toward him i i really don't but you know i, know I, you I don't. don't think i'm going to give him the credit for it you know because um you know, I think the underlying thread that runs through all of these kind of things is that the people that are the most successful in this business mm-hmm. are the people that are just doggedly persistent. There it they is. just will not give in. There you know, it is. We, we call it, you know, the term I have for it in the people with the people I hang out with and stuff is just, it's called staying in the fight. There you know, it is. You, you may be shot six times, but you're just going to stay in the fight. I, where else am I going to go? I, I got to stay in the fight and survive this, or help the people around me survive it. You know, it, it's that kind of warrior mentality. You know, and it, it definitely exists in touring. I can tell you that. 
and most assuredly exist in in the music business. And you know, Kenny's a great example of that as well. You know, I mm. mean, he, he's got that dogged kind of persistence. He you know, does have that. Like you cannot get him off your leg. You know, I mean, these, <laughs> these, these kind of guys just won't go away. You know? You're right. You're right. Now look. Um, so speaking, you know, speaking of business and stuff, you know, before I go any further. How, how have you been doing? Look, I've been watching you hike mountains. You know, I've been watching you blaze <laughs> yeah. trails. I've been watching you. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, but, but I saw that. I was like, he's going to go hike a mountain, and he's gonna, he's in the middle of a recording you know session, and then he's going to call me. This is so cool. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like part of his agenda today. I mean, because I mean, you're a rock star, man. Did you got it all packed in like in in, in one environment? Um, I know you've been you've been flying all over the place as far as you know, doing some seminars and lessons, and you know, and, and things like that. Um, doing the stuff, you know, as far as for um, you know, for Avid. Now, the reason why you've been on my brain about the industry is that because of what you do, the specialty, what your focus had been for for so many years, you know, for years, you know, being, you know, live sound technology, you know, sound technology, you know, being front of house, you know, with all the incredible people that you worked with, including, uh, you know, including, you know, the late Tom Petty and stuff, you know, which was obviously, you know, definitely your family for the longest. And there's a thing for me that is not changed in that there is such a focus on live sound more so now than ever. Does that even make sense to you? Uh, it, well, it, honestly, it does make sense to me now. And, you know, I'd love to tell you I, I totally saw it coming. I knew you did. Uh, I didn't. But who could have seen, you know, I mean, I, I, I don't want to over-dramatize it here. But, you know, it's, man, this is radio. Yes, you, you're supposed to. Studio as... And, you know, people doing studio recordings as their revenue stream for music. Mm-hmm. Who, who saw that coming? Nobody did. No one. No one, you know. So, you know, I mean, the fact that people go out and do live shows and it's a piece of their their brand and their marketing and it is their revenue stream now. Obviously, live sound becomes a very, very big, important piece of that now. You know, I mean, it's always been important, but now it's like everybody's paying attention because you know, the show has to sound great. It has to look great. We have to go out and perform great because the competition is so fierce for the concert dollar now, you know? Mm. So, you know, there's all kinds of things that are bubbling up out of that now. I mean, we're, you know, we're kind of getting ready to go through another kind of disruption in, you know, concert speaker system design and concert speaker system approach. Yep, yep. Uh, it's even going to uh, affect the mixing level and how people do that. So, there, you know, there's a lot of things really really bubbling out there and uh it's gonna be really fascinating to watch it over the next eight ten years here see what comes out of this well and you know here's the thing so we all know you also um have you know you know quite the alliance because you are you are, you are part of what they've got going on um avid you know avid technologies yeah. um yeah. not only are you a part of that but you've been a, you know a forerunner and a, a front runner for you know for the company and, and helping them actually uh, establish some platforms you know for some uh some particular um, protocols that wound up you know really really you know putting the guys on the map so you know mm-hmm. kudos to you uh i watched i, I stalked i read um, you can, uh, you'll be tested on this later. You know, right? <laughs> and and what's so funny is that I'm one of those people. You now, obviously, when I think about the business, you know, I'm always, you know, I'm I'm one of those that looks for talent. You know what I mean? At, at the end of the day, I mean, I love the stuff I do with radio. I love the stuff that you know we do as far as the station. You know, and even we're stepping into you know kind of the recording side. You know, as far as with the you know the um, you know rooms and engineers and stuff that we've got coming in. And and 
and I'm always trying to pay attention to, you know, the um, management groups and the labels and the music business, you know, groups and stuff that are inv- interested in investing in talent. And I'm watching, I, I'm, I'm, it's not that it all has to fit into a puzzle, but it all has to fit into a puzzle. And and one of the things that, that you know, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of wondering for somebody like you, when you work for somebody like Avid or you do the stuff that you even do on your own for your own companies and your own stuff, you have managed to to look so Switzerland. I mean, it's so impressive to me. <laughs> Does, okay, that's a compliment. It is. It is because it winds up that it winds up that you you become a source. You you become a source. You become a standard. You become a. I don't care if this is Sony, if it's Warner Brothers, if it's EMI. I don't care if it is you know this you know this concert, this festival, or whatever. You have a you have a you have the ability to be able to go. This is the standard, okay. And if you're not setting this standard, none of you are going to get across the gate, right? So, I'm wondering, is this putting you in a particular position? You know, where you wind up getting approached. You know, as far as about uh, from the music industry and in and of itself. You know, in helping them kind of define what the next step is for the business. By chance. Does that make sense? Oh my goodness. <sighs> that whole diatribe. Oh my goodness. Okay, hopefully he's going to call right back. Mr. Robert Scoville, everybody. Of course, you know, we're sitting there having a fantastic conversation, and I know he's going to call back um, because that was in the middle of, 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 of such a, you know, such an extreme. Um, uh, ex- there he is. Okay. Radio Memphis, really? All right, so the last words I heard were standards. <laughs> <laughs> and we were like, yeah. so clearly, our competitors are in on this call, and just, uh, just top it off <laughs> All right, let me just shorten it up. Yeah, it was a good, okay. I have this recorded, so if you can listen to it later, it was like, like this total awesome thing I said, and then it was like, okay, I gotta get it. <laughs> I got awesome it. While I was away, <laughs> I was. I was like, I gotta get it back. Basically, what you know, what I was asking is that um, you're you're in a position, honey. That is it. Are you finding yourself that there's a lot of companies or a lot of big, or groups, maybe music industry oriented, music or you know, you know, business oriented, that are kind of coming to you to help, you know, saying, hey, will you know, you kind of help set the path on on what should be happening next, you know, whether it be for the artist or whether it be for their marketing or for their sound and stuff. I mean, because you know, just by virtue of what you've done and what you do and what the focus is now on that live show, what the focus is now on that live sound, I mean. I would say, I would beg I, I would have to know that in my heart that I feel like you were probably getting bombarded. Yeah, that's that's not short uh, short of being right. I, I mean, that, or you know, short of being wrong. I, I mean, it's yeah, I, I, bombarded is probably a good word with it. Um, right. But you know, there, there's just a lot of uh, a lot of churn, a lot of turbulence right now in terms of where we're going to go with all this. I mean, you know, you, even if you just go back. 10, 12 years to the beginning, kind of a, a digital consoles, digital mixing consoles infiltrating that space. Mm-hmm. I mean, that was a major disruption. I mean, a major disruption. Mm-hmm. And that, that is still ongoing today and is going to, you know, is a long way from settling itself out. So to have that one going on as well as many of these other disruptions as well, at the same time that the music industry is turning all of its focus toward live sound and, and concerts, man, it's, it's a lot to manage. And, uh, you know, you just gotta. You know, as a person who's kind of knee deep in it, you got to keep your head really screwed on straight about it. Um, well, it's kind. That's know, it's, kind. That's kind of hard to know, do that, though. 
<laughs> well, I, you know, I think, you know, you kind of mentioned me being Switzerland. I, I, you know, when I think about that, I think, okay, well, what's the secret to that? You know, yeah, what is it? The secret to it, I think. And that is make, you know, you really have to have squared away what agenda you're serving. You know, like who ah. you are serving. And, and I think, I mean, this is going to sound fluffy. I know it. Uh, please don't crucify me for it. Okay, go ahead. But, you know, you just got to be a person who believes in serving the industry. You know? There it is. It's like if I go into any one of these things and I take the approach of I'm going to do and believe in what's right for for all of us here. Yep. Then, you know, I, I don't have to worry about getting taken care of for me, you know, whether it's financially or brand or whatever. That's just going to happen organically if I'm always focused on doing what's right for the users, what's right for the industry, certainly what's right for music. If I stay focused on those kinds of things, mm -hmm. all the rest will just flush out, you know. We'll I'm so glad. Got it. You got you to have that kind of servants mentality. If you're in it for you, it's not going to work out. Really works out, you know. It's not going to work out. I'm so glad that I recorded this part. I'm so glad. I'm going to say I said it. I'm going to I'm going to share with you, and you don't have to listen to the whole thing because it's a bunch of fun and banter. Because it's like radio people. It's me and Rick talking, right? I'm going to air check it for sure. <laughs> I'm going to send it to you because. It was just it, what you just said was verbatim. My heart is swelling. I have so much mad love for you right now. You have no idea. <laughs> I mean, I swear to God, I do. I um, and I'm glad. I'm glad it came from you in that manner because um, one of the things that you you have always been right about as well. When we've talked about it in this sense, you know, the, you know, you know, the, the, the while back that we got to have fun and catch up on on air and stuff. But you know, one of the things, and it was it was thrown out to you, Robert, in the sense of. We'll just take sound, and we'll take engineering, and we'll take you know front of the house, and we'll take what you do. And everybody's you know everybody's gotten onto this. You know, I want to be an engineer. I want to be a mixer. You know, I want to be this guy. I want to be a monitor guy. Yeah. I want to want to I want to want to want to you know. And you know, there's all these places that you can go to to you know go through the go, in nine weeks. You too can be a front of house engineer, man, and you'll be you know fronting everybody. And you know, and you go through these programs, and and you know, you were very um, um, very forthcoming um, and, and and very properly candid. In the statement of, you know, anybody can be taught to how to turn knobs, but there is something missing in that, you know, what it is that they feel and what it is that they are, they're experiencing. And I think that's, um, you know, where this, where a lot of the stuff that is now as far as with, you know, with, with sound and the new stuff that's coming through and everybody is so gear focused and everybody is so, um, you know, so, um, um, you know, product focused and stuff that it's almost like that person has to have a certain, you know, a certain amount of creativity that comes with that. Now, yeah, yeah, it's, it, it feels out of balance at times, and, and or at times, and I, I think it's natural. I mean, I think that's kind of organic because the technology is so capable mm -hmm. and so advanced. I, I mean, you know, one of the things I talked about at AES this year, you know, is that you know the technology has clearly, you know, kind of outpaced and. You know the the users that are actually using it. You know they very few of them actually use it to its full potential. A lot of times, just because it's so capable. Right. Uh, but you know, by the same token, you know we can't get drowned in that. You know we can't drown in that. In that we've got to stay focused in our world. We've got to stay focused on the music. If you are not if you are not serving the music and the fan, if those aren't at the top of that list, then you got to question what you're doing. You know you got to is this really what I should be doing. And I don't necessarily mean in terms of a career. I mean, well, just sure. in terms of maybe it's something you're doing during the day. Maybe it's an approach you're taking with the PA. Mm -hmm. Maybe it's you're talking to a guitar player about how loud he is on stage. All of these things. Right. You know, if, if 
the end result is not serving that fan experience and that music experience, right. then you, you got to put it in check. You got to question it, in my opinion. So, See. so those two things are king. They they have to be what you serve out there. And um, that statement right there, though, takes it across the board. I mean, that takes it across for for everybody, no matter what it is that they're doing in the business. Is it, that it does because it takes ego out of it. You there know, it is. It, you just can't have ego and and be a part of that formula or that equation. It, mm. it just, it, those two things collide, and and I think that's even kind of getting back to what I was saying earlier. You know, if you're in it for you, mm. uh, you know, where it's like, okay, I got to get mine, then you know, it's that's not going to go very far. But if you're in it to just you know, you know, contribute a verse to the great thing, this great thing called music, you know, and and serve music, man, you're going to go a long way in this business. I mean that. That kind of mentality is kind of rare. It doesn't exist. Everybody's kind of in it to get theirs instead of, uh, you know, make it good for everybody. And I'm I'm glad you even said it in that manner, too, because that's probably been one of my biggest frustrations and stuff. Robert, to the point where, I mean, okay, it's just me and you talking. Nobody's listening. (laughs) Kidding. Have you not even gotten just, I mean, has there never been a moment where you've like gone behind a, you know, a closed door and shut it and just been mad as hell that, you know, that, that people aren't, don't, 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 you know, don't understand it as much as you do. You know, does that make sense? You're just like, man. Well, I'm certainly, uh, you know, I'm, I'm old enough to have destroyed a hotel room or two in my life. Okay. Know, just and, say, uh, okay. And that's done right. that out of frustration. Sure. Yeah. And, and, you know, I mean, sometimes I'm a, that frustration is turned right back on me you know, <laughs> me being frustrated with what I'm doing or you know how good a result I'm getting you know so right, right. Or, or how poor a result I should say right, right. Uh, so yeah it's been turned on me but yeah sure I, I mean I, I have those times all the time you know where whether it's the company or it's the band or it's right. the management or whatever you know you, got, right. you have those moments of kind of clarity where you just kind of go wow man I'm, God if they could just get this together this whole thing would turn around so much better you know? right right but you know you gotta you gotta let them in on those things gently you know you gotta you gotta have a way about doing that you know I mean there's a there's a diplomacy involved with those sorts of things. well of course there is and, you know, that, that kind of circles right back around to that relational aspect you know it's not just how much you know uh, you know you can know it all you can be the the smartest guy in the room but if you can't relate that to people Right. What, what good is it? I, I mean, if you can't relate it to the situation and grow the situation with that knowledge and that insight, what what good is it done? It's not done any good, has it? Yeah, not anybody any good. Well, and the reason why I even bring any of that up because it was also stated by somebody in some article. See, I see how much I stalk you. Somebody Man, was. You are on this. I am. Look, so there was some. There was somebody that was talking about like if you needed somebody, anybody in a particular situation that pretty much had to juggle the circus and juggle everybody's personalities and everybody's you know you know situation at the same time. It was you. <laughs> you were you were you were like the chosen well, that one. Comes from me and having to do that many times. <laughs> <laughs> it was like I said, it, it was you. So I'm going to go ahead. I'm going to ask the Jedi Master himself. I was like, okay, so what do you do? You know, you yeah, know right. what I mean. Well, you know, honestly, I, I think that's all about um, if you're going to be successful at that. Which you know, it, it, in my position uh, on that sound crew and in that musical organization, that that position requires this skill. You have to be able to speak other people's language. Right. You know, I mean, obviously, I mean, I'll, I'll use some glaringly silly examples here, but they're accurate. You know, if, if I'm talking to guys in the sound crew, there's a language that we use. 
Uh, it's decibels, frequencies, hertz, weights, limits, you know, blah, chain motors, blah, 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 blah. Right, right. There's that language. Well, if I'm talking to the artist, I don't use any of that language. No. Right? We're talking music now. We're talking, okay, you know, how does this song fit together? You know, what guitar, what guitar are you going to use to play that part? I mean, maybe it should be this one. You know, you're talking a completely different language. Right. And then if I'm talking to the band's manager, well, you know, now I'm talking about, okay, well, let's talk about value proposition. Let's talk about, uh, you know, what they're, what the sound company is charging us over this amount of time. Are we, do we think we're actually you know, getting a good deal? Right. Blah, 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 blah. He doesn't want to hear, you know, chain motors and hertz and... <laughs> no, he, want, yeah, that, he doesn't want to know about guitars. What guitars? No, he's talking brass taxes. Yeah, I get it. Uh, you just got to learn all those different languages because right. if you try to talk to any one of those entities with the with the wrong language, it just goes right in one ear and out the other. They they, they don't hear it. Just, as, just no different if they were speaking, you know, Swahili to you. I mean, mm-hmm. it just wouldn't wouldn't have any impact. So, you know, as a person who's kind of sitting at the center of all that, you've got to learn all those different languages. You know, what I mean, in impure you know medical parlance or however you want to talk about it you know that would be learning everybody's love language you know what can i say to that person that they're going to react to and engage sure and that's the way it's supposed I mean, to be it is as simple as that and i, I don't want to lead you to believe that's easy that, that is something that takes years and years of time no it's not easy being around it and and being a student enough to pay attention to go wow okay this is how i got to approach this and and i mean it circles all right back to that melancholy it was a very similar thing there where I had to learn the language of dealing with the artist. You know, I mean, you just do. I mean, and that was a big that was a big lesson for you and stuff, but you wound up learning from it and, and doing something with that, though. Uh, totally, totally. Absolutely. I mean, I saw it with his band, for sure. You know, it's, it's so funny that, we, that you bring this up. It's hilarious. <laughs> so last, uh, I guess, mid-November last year, yeah. I, I mixed uh, Latin Grammys Person of the Year. Oh, okay. It's a big show. It's about, you know, you mix about 12, 14 artists in about 90 minutes. I mean, it's just ramming. But the drummer on the thing was Kenny Arnoff. <laughs> Imagine that. <laughs> we had not seen each other. We had not been in the same room together for many, many years. I mean, it had been a long time. We've just been like two ships passing in the night. Right. And we picked up, I mean, we, we were, I, I went up on stage to say hi to him and just kind of hang out and talk about what we were going to do. And in five minutes, we were right back where we were 30 years ago. You know? it, it was just hilarious. It was just so, so much fun. See, now that's cool. So, you know, we, we were texting each other during the show. You know, the show's going on, I'm mixing, he's playing, and in between songs, I'm texting him going, Dude, you suck this song. <laughs> you got to put it together. These other guys are going to whip crap. You need to tighten your stuff up, right? <laughs> and it felt like old times and stuff. That's, yeah, that's yeah, really that's perfect. Yeah, but he got he got me back. We you know we were just uh, at Nam this year. You know they hold the Parnelli Awards and the TV yes. Awards. And and uh, Chris Adamson, who was the production manager for Tom Petty and countless others through the years, he got the Lifetime Achievement Award this year for the Parnelli. Oh wow! And Kenny Arnoff was the host of the show. You know, so it was just like okay, here we go again. Oh. And sure enough, that I won't use the word that person on stage, <laughs> that bald-headed drummer person on stage, starts telling stories to the audience about me, and of course they put a spotlight on me, and we start going back and forth in the audience, you know, I mean, it was just, it was, it was too much fun. Oh, that's fantastic. Hilarious. See, that's fantastic. And well, I mean, you just kind of depicted, you know, the the, the whole concept of, of, of the actual relationship, you know, that wound up kind of transcending time, no matter yeah, where you guys yeah. were, you know, in, in, in the in the universe and where you kind of come to on, on something like that. And, and it's funny, and I'm glad you took it the route that you did, 
because um, everybody tries to make things rocket science. Now, don't get me yeah. wrong. What you do is rocket science, as far as I'm concerned. You know, it's well, pretty, the science part of it is rocket science. Yeah, it's pretty. It's just human nature. You know, yeah. just being a human. You know, and there's there's something you know there's something to be said for that. Now that now that being said, Robert, <laughs> so you are <laughs> you are you are sitting back, and the thing about you is that you live every moment to its fullest. Obviously, yeah. you know, and I can, it doesn't matter. It, it's just, you know, the second you wake up and you put your feet on the floor, um, you are, you're in the moment, you know, and whatever that moment is at that moment in time is, you know, you are 120%, you know, in, invested and involved. And you noticed that, did you? I you did. Know? I did. That's why I sit there and I go, oh my God, I got to get my act together. <laughs> I gotta be like I want to be like you when I grow up, you know. And it's just, oh, you know, stop. I, well, I mean, oh, look, look, you know, you're you're climbing. Like I said, you're 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 working out. You're doing all this. You're running over the place, and I'm like, oh, I'm complaining because my foot hurts. And this is like, I need to like get over this. But um, you know, there's a there's a thing with you on on. I think my maybe I just answered it in myself, and that what it is that you are truly mainly and in, inexplicably in, in focused on, because you know, there's a lot of people that are trying to. Cr- for about lack of better words, they're trying to crack the code on what yeah. they think that the music industry is doing at this point in time. I mean, you watch all the news, um, you listen to you know all the blogs or and all the you know stuff that comes out, and you you know and all the industry papers and stuff that come out, and they say so and so is doing this, so and so is doing that, so and so is moving from this company to this company, so and so is changing from being a president of this label and they're moving over here, so and so is going with this you know with this particular sound stuff and they're going ahead, they're going to be a manager for this, and you're you're watching these you know this this fantastic you know choreographed, and I'm I'm saying that purposely choreographed graphed you know musical chairs going on and it's like all right so what's everybody thinking and you know when you're talking about somebody like yourself who is who is you know you're in the house of of something that has got so much focus on it right now um i get the impression after this conversation we've had up until this point is that you've just been you know you're you are so hyper focused on what you've always been hyper focused on for all the years that you've been in this business you know the music the art the artists you know and what you've got going on is is that what i'm getting Well, yeah, I, I mean that, that's I mean that's where my passions have been, mm-hmm. honestly, since I was a teenager. So, mm-hmm. you know, I, I, I've been I'll, I'll say lucky. I've been very fortunate to kind of have that focus very early in my life, where it was like that's the lane I want to drive in right there. Let's go. Right. You know? I, mean, I mean, I heard somebody put it the other day, and I thought, man, that's just a perfect way to do it. You know, talking about advising kids and you know what to do when they're coming out of school, et cetera. And it was this. It was like. Okay, spend your energy figuring out who you are and what you want to be. Right. You know, who you are. And then turn around and start doing that on purpose. You know, right. just get after it. Stop wondering. You know, stop, you know, guessing whether what you're doing is right. You've got to pick something and get after it, you know. And that's it. And when you have to be 110% about it, right? And, yeah, and you do. And, I, you know, I've said this to many guys that have asked me about these sorts of things before. And, you know, it was something I was told as kind of a young man, and it always stuck with me. I always just thought, man, that is the way to go about this, is that you cannot feel your way into an action. You have to act your way into a feeling. You know, Mm. you've got to be purposeful with it. You've got to just start. Just get going, and you will know whether you are meant for it or not if you're honest with yourself. You have to act your way into a feeling. If you're just going to wait till you feel like doing it, man, guess what? It's never going to come. You're you know? never going to do it, are you? You got to get out and do it. You, you know, I, I, I've just lived with that my whole life. If you want, if you want something, you got to just start doing it right now. 
The proceeding was produced by Pirate Radio Studios Incorporated and originally aired live on Radio Memphis. Any offers or advertisement contained may not still be valid. All rights are reserved and copyright is held by Pirate Radio Studios Incorporated, Memphis, Tennessee. For more, look for all the RMOD players at radio-memphis.com. <laughs>